on our all right today on our podcast our topic is COVID-19 effects on our community and my name is Taitria Land my name is Topaz Manrique and I'm Rosa Brown and today we will be talking about our personal experiences that the effect of COVID-19 has had on us and we'll also be giving you definitions of different things that we'll be talking about that we learned in our our non-verbal class all right, Miss Rosa, could you go ahead and give us the definition of prosthemics and give yes. us examples of it? Yes, I'd be glad to do that, give you the definition and examples of proxemics. According to our textbook, proxemics is the distance between people, it's the sharing the space between individuals, it is a major factor in forming relationships. Uh, proxemics is a non is a major nonverbal code that involves communicating through the use of personal space and interpersonal distance. Now, I just want you to know that while the distance may vary across cultures, there's a near universal understanding that there is an agreed personal space in every culture. Now, as far as um, uh, proxemics as part of the culture, there are four categories of proxemics that people tend to keep. Uh, the first one is the intimate space. Uh, the intimate space is our closest relations to, to others that, are cl- that, are in- that we're intimate with, zero to 18 inches apart. Now that's very close to someone. The personal mm-hmm. space for family and friends is 18 inches to four feet of distance. And then there is the social space for casual and professionals, which is four to 10 feet, and the public space for strangers, who we tend not to get very close to, is over 10 feet. Now, some examples of proxemics are, it could be, for example, imagine this, a woman leaning closer to her date or a man carefully choosing an empty corner of a subway car to sit in. So in this example, the woman is forgoing that personal space that I mentioned to indicate that she finds her date to be attractive. And then the man is indicating that he respects the personal space of others and wants to maintain comfortable boundaries in a car full of strangers. And proxemics is all about setting boundaries. All right. Thank you for I that, Miss Rose. That was great because Really, when COVID started, me and my husband was like, uh, we go out, <laughs> what are we going to do about, <laughs> you know, being like close to each other because he was still working at first. It's kind of yes. like, oh, you've been around <laughs> other people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. Like, yeah. And then like with the strangers, we used to make this joke, like if you coughed or sneezed, we was like COVID. And you know, it's right. like a little joke, but in the back of your mind, it's kind of like, you might really have it. You need to back, you know, you need to back up a little bit. It did. It, it kind of did feel like you couldn't sneeze in public yeah. because sneezing, we coughing. Yes. Like, um, those are the symptoms. So we might need to stay, keep our distance from those people. Yeah. yeah. And you, yes. Yeah. And if you did sneeze, you, you uh, felt like everyone was looking at you. Yes. You were you, yes. you were you were suspect. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's so funny. Yes, but it's so true. All right, so fast. We're gonna talk about um 
our culture, how processing has affected our culture. So you can go first and then I'll go after you. Okay. So just like we were saying, um, you know, when it's personal space and, and, you know, you have that family space, well, in my culture, um, when we would greet each other for part, you know, during parties or just visiting one another, it was always a hug and a kiss. We went from hugging and kissing to, you know, just passing by each other's houses and waving or FaceTiming. But um, it hit it hit hard for my grandparents um, because we were so close. We would usually see each other every weekend. And before COVID, we would have barbecues on Sundays and, you know, um, Saturdays it was with another family member. So we went from really being close to keeping our social distance, um, you know, taking those extra precautions of, you know, not seeing each other. And, and, you know, at at first, you know, when I, when I was getting tested for COVID, I would have to pay out of pocket. And so, yes, yes. So in order for me to go see my parents or to see, you know, my husband's parents, we will go get tested. So for me, I was like, you know what, I need to save my money because who knows what this lockdown, how long we're going to be locked down. And, you know, not only I want to keep my money in my pocket, but I want to keep my family safe. And then I found mm-hmm. out that these COVID tests, you know, some were rapid, some would take long. And, um, and then after I caught COVID, I was definitely more aware of like, okay, no, as much as I miss my parents and I miss my grandparents, um, those relationships, those face-to-face relationships, they had to come, they had to be paused for a while. And it's mm-hmm. really sad that, you know, we, we, we can talk about it now and, you know, we kind of cry about it, but we're like, gosh, we feel like a whole year was taken from us. Um, yeah, I look, yeah. I look yeah. back on some of my pictures, you know, just for me and my kids being outside. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully we have, we have a pool. So for the summer we took, you know, I took a lot of pictures with my kids at the pool and I was, well, for a whole month, I was pretty much quarantined because, um, you know, I had COVID and um, I just feel like looking back on those pictures, I'm like, man, my kids look so small compared to today. And I feel like last year was just a blur. Like, I don't recall a lot of things. I don't want to recall a lot of things because I got sick. And um, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just grateful that we're here. And, you know, now we can face, you know, have face to face time. And, and, and I'm able to hug my parents again because of the vaccine. And because, you know, we're just being more cautious of our surroundings. But um, Mm -hmm. I definitely feel that before COVID, we did have, we had a, you know, routine of seeing our, seeing um, each other. And now after COVID, it's kind of scheduled. So like, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, have you been out? Did you go out of town? So I do feel like it it affected our, our culture very, very, you know, drastically. Right. Yeah, because I feel like I never greeted my parents with a fist bump. I never thought yeah. I would have to stand outside of my mama's porch right. and talk to her through you know, her screen door because I don't want to get her sick because I work, you know, I work with kids. I work in a school and we all know that kids carry germs. Oh, so yes. I don't care how much I lost all. I don't care how much hand sanitizer you use. 
Kids are going to be kids. Before the pandemic, I was teaching pre-K. They're three and four. They got germs. They're germy, but they still want to hug on you. I can't yes. turn a three-year-old, three or four-year-old away and say, no, I can't hug you. I was still hugging my fully, baby. Plus, they don't fully understand what's and, going on. And, so and, and touching, is was, very, touching is very important to them. Yes. Exactly. And so I would still hug my babies. And when I would, because I was working, I would just not go to my parents' house. I would, we would be on video chat. We would have we have a group chat, family chat. We've been there cracking jokes. We'll send pictures. You know, that became <laughs> our norm. And my yes. dad is a pastor, so we weren't going to church. He started Zoom on church. We would do Google. <laughs> We're on church on Google. Like, so we get to see him. And everybody's like, dang, I miss y'all so much because you're used to all the hugging. Let's have our conversation, you know, outside of church. Oh, we going to eat. Where are we going to eat today? And we, is it a halt? It's kind of like, oh, I can't even go see you. Last year for Thanksgiving, it was literally just the main people, like my prime, you know, like just me, my parents, my sisters, and our kids. That was it. <clears throat> Who wow. does that for Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of like, this it. My mom was strict on like only 10 people. So like one of my best friends, she was like, oh yeah, she can come with my best friend. I was like, I got my test results. I don't have, you know, and it was kind of like, it was a joke, but she was serious, you know? Like, yes. I want you to know that I'm not trying to bring anything into your house. And so even with us winning first, it's, like I said, we made the joke of we went on spring break and never came back. Yeah. That was kind of like, what are we supposed to do? Like, they trying to send emails like, oh, we're going to set this up. And it's like, okay, I understand what y'all trying to do, but I'm we're going through a pandemic too. Like, I have kids. I have a husband. So you want, I understand you want me to do what's best for my students, but I got to get my home life together first. So it was just a lot of stuff coming at us at one time. Like, okay, I got to think about, okay, I can, I'm not going to see my parents. That's hurtful. Especially when you're yeah. used to seeing your parents every weekend. That's hurtful, oh, yeah. not being able to go see them. It's hurtful to say, tell my kids, oh, you won't see your cousins for a while. You know, you're going to call them, talk to them. My baby, my youngest daughter, she started doing yoga because it's kind of like we stuck in this house. All we can do is go outside in the backyard. And she was like, mama, can I get a yoga mat? Sure. She's on YouTube teaching herself how to do yoga. No, <laughs> but, you know, like Man. we had to make up to like my husband learned so we learned so many different recipes because it was like I don't want we were scared to order food out, you know. We were yes. like, I don't know, can we do it or can we not? And then when we got to the point where it's kind of like, okay, I can't be scared in my own house, then it was kind of like, all right, we're gonna do some road trips. The little towns that are open, we're gonna go and visit. We took a whole road trip to California to visit his brother. We were able to stop in different states just so we could just be out the house and feel some kind of normalcy. Because even mm -hmm. to this day, it's still where our lives are still not normal. They're better than what they used to be because we do have the different vaccines that we can get. But like when me and my parents talk, we'll never be back to the normal that we knew of. This is our yeah. new norm. Yeah, our new norm is saying I can't be around different strangers that I don't know. You know, I can't, I still have to be very, very cautious when I'm going out to different places because you never know that people are around you. You don't want to bring that to anyone. And just yeah, feel and not only that, that, that you don't, that you not only fit. that, you don't know the virus itself keeps mutating and creating and, new, and, new, yes, new strains. Yes. And I thought Delta was going to be the last one, but now we have somebody that can't even Omicorn. Marilyn can't say yeah, the name. Yeah. Yes. And right. we don't know how that is going to affect us. I agree. 
and 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 like from for myself and my family like even my my kids that are you know they they're in umbo isd they um it's not mandatory for them to wear mask anymore but mm-hmm. my both of my kids have experienced covid and they're in seventh and eighth grade so to this day they still wear their mask because you know i think for them their lives have forever changed they'll never be able mm-hmm. to be comfortable enough to be out and and hear somebody coughing and be like oh they, they just got a cold no every time mm-hmm. they hear somebody they're like mom I don't want to get COVID mm-hmm. again you know and mm-hmm. they're taking vitamins and supplements and all these things and if they start feeling like a, a scratchy throat or, or my daughter she has allergies I'm like okay I'm gonna make you a tea you'll be okay like she kind of gets stressed out and and it, it's, yeah. it hurts me because I'm like she's supposed to be enjoying these teen years you know going to the movies mm-hmm. or bowling mm-hmm. and and it's completely changed. My kids, um, they're very, very self-aware of their surroundings now. And yeah, and yeah. I I feel like they it, it kind of made them grow up a little too fast. Um, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, that's I agree. And then also along the same line, my um my grandson was got very ill. And his mom took him, well, first he went to the doctor, to one of those um, 24-hour emergency clinics. And they told him that he had uh, food poisoning. And so they were treating him, you know, they treated him for food food poisoning and he was dehydrated and blah, 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 right? So I told my husband, he was like, you remember, um, well, I want to tell you guys, my husband was, we called him, I always referred to him as the COVID police. And he was like, the boy can't come over here. I said, he has food poisoning (laughs) (laughs) everybody was just so apprehensive about the the whole thing nobody (laughs) trusted anybody (laughs) really it's food poisoning he had food poisoning (laughs) oh my gosh yeah you just have to be very careful it's just it's so sad though the world we live in today but you know, there's hope and I'm, I pray and, and, um, I just hope that it's, it's going to get better. I'm holding on to that hope and the faith that everything's going to be getting better soon. Right. Right. Yep. You just got to pray and just don't be scared to do stuff. Just be cautious. Because yes. if you live, you know, like you don't want to live your life scared. Cause then you're gonna, a lot of extra stuff is going to pass you by. You just do what you can why you can't like we can't have the big parties that you used to but you can still celebrate you know your different milestones like we just bought a house and everybody is like so excited and ready to come you know you know of course you know everybody's excited so we told them you know give us a minute like we're gonna do a Super Bowl party but we have so much backyard that we're just gonna have like tents and stuff set up outside you know oh, so people can you, you know to like enjoy it because you you want to celebrate other people you know you still want to mm-hmm. have your family time but you just have to be cautious with it. Yes, exactly. I agree. And that was one of the things that uh, I was trying to let, tell my family because of our faith. We're not supposed to have um, a fear because mm-hmm. that's, that, because that's yes. not what we've been given, that yes. fear. Yes. So, um, yes. so you have to also we have to draw on our, our own fate as what was best. So it's individually. Oh, yes. And I, and I, and I told my kids that we cannot live in fear. You know, you just have to be careful, you know, do what you have to do at school, wash your hands. Um, You know, they have wipes in their backpacks, you know, use those when you go eat lunch, just 
do a little wipe down. You'll be okay. You know, just don't keep thinking about it over and over and over. Just, you know, we're just going to go about our, our lives and just be cautious of what we do. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think this was a great podcast because we talked about a lot of different things. And I think things we talked about other people in the world feel the same way we do. So yes, I'm okay. You know, if somebody hears our podcast, I think they would agree with a lot of the information that we shared today, information we received from our book and from our personal lives. So I on agree. That note, we're gonna, I agree. We can, we can end our podcast on a good note. And we hope that anybody who listens enjoys it. Yes, and stay safe. Yes, stay safe and use good judgment. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.